Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. dating podcast for millennials. This is Kristen, your matchmaker in your head. Always here to, of course, help you figure out your dating life and have some fun along the way. It is March 22nd, 2019, and I am ready to get into it. Okay, so on this week's episode, all right, um, as far as the dating question of the week, It comes from to talk about my kids or to not talk about my kids. So she says, uh, I have a child that's less than a year old and am no longer with the baby's father. I'm ready to get back into the dating world, but don't know how to or when to tell men I'm going to be interested, um, going to be interested in about my daughter. What's your advice? Now, first of all, let me be very clear and say that I do not have children, um, but I did grow up with a mother who was um, married at one point, divorced and single um, for the most part while she was raising me. So my advice is going to come from the really the perspective kind of of the child, but also with you in mind as well. Um, now, if you have listened to the show before, Mama, one my biggest thing is. I'm all about open communication from the very first date, but at the same time, when it comes to children, I do feel like you should gauge feelings and connections first before you say anything, right? Because what we don't want to do is put ourselves in unnecessary situations for people that were really not even feeling like that or who really, or who really weren't worth our time, right? So figure out who he is, of course, have open communication, figure out if you like him, um, (laughs) figure out if there is a connection. And then beyond that, also figure out if he likes kids, right? And if he genuinely likes kids. And on top of that, if he likes other people's kids, because that is the thing as well. You have people who love children, who adore children, but they really just want to have a child with someone who has not had a child yet. And they may feel that way. And they may not tell you that. Um, also on the the other, on the other hand, um, they may not care really either way if you have a child, right. But also they may be a douchebag and may just be telling you shit that you want to hear blase blase and you're just eating it all up or whatever and I just I don't want I want to make sure that before you tell him about (laughs) your child that you know what you need to know to make sure that you are in a circumstance that makes sense for you to tell him about your daughter right Again, the key is not putting ourselves in unnecessary situations because we didn't do the work and the research on who this person is, 
before we started letting them in our lives because your daughter obviously um is a big part of your life I get it I um or like I said I am the only child on top of being raised by my mother and obviously I am her daughter so I understand completely about telling people or not telling people or whatever from what I saw from the outside looking in is that my mother was really never ashamed necessarily to tell anyone about me but she also asked the necessary questions beforehand to make sure that it was someone that was one worth dating one worth dating and two was what she was looking for before I ever met any boyfriend or serious relationship or whatever so that would again that's that's one of the biggest pieces of advice now again you're this is for any person who is dating someone with a child when they start dating you they're not asking you to be the father or the mother (laughs) right so you're not asking the guy to be the father but you got to make sure some things before you allow him into your life on a deeper level. So again, making sure that he likes kids, making sure um, that you have open communication about the fir- throughout the very first date about basic needs and wants even outside of your daughter and just putting in there that your needs is, you know, someone who is big on family and also, you know, I don't know how you necessarily raise or are raising your child, but whatever you feel are the necess- are the necessities for not just a husband, but a father or, or I don't know if you're looking for a husband or more so a long time committed partner, whatever your relationship goals are, you just need to make sure you know what they are and that your child is included. Um, the thought of your daughter is included in those needs and wants. So that way, when you're expressing them from the very beginning, you don't even really have to bring her up on the very first date and very first conversation because the questions that you'll be asking are surrounded by her anyway, right? Are thought with her in mind anyway. So if you have the correct communication, you should be able to ask the right questions from the very first date slash encounter in order to let you know by honestly, I feel like the second date, just simply because again, from what I saw and from what my mother told me as I became older and she became more open with me about her dating experiences and and all of that, there was never in, there was never anything hidden, but also she did her homework right before she put any man in front of me or around me. So in I'm not going to assume that I don't have to say it. So I'm just going to say it. You know, obviously we're doing research and homework purposes because one, you not only do you have a child, you have a daughter. So we want to make sure of things. And again, all of this is going into, into basic needs and wants, but I feel like you should just definitely focus with your daughter in mind and listing out exactly how you're going to communicate and what you're going to communicate about the questions that you need to ask as well. Um, and then once you get to the second date, if you, if I don't want to say like have passed the test, but if you feel like this person is meeting certain needs and wants or hell, if you, or if you feel like you didn't really get to ask everything that you needed to ask or, you know, hear everything that you needed to hear, there's nothing wrong with making sure 
And I'm not necessarily saying a checklist, but making sure that this person, because you do have a child, has certain things in place and also has certain values, morals, et cetera, et cetera, right? Again, not just for safety, but also because you don't want, again, we're not aiming for anyone to just initially be the father, right? But anyone that you put in front of your child, they're going to have certain memories, right? And you don't want certain memories to be bad memories or of disrespect or of him talking to her any kind of way or or whatever, right? And so again, from my perspective, I fortunately never had any issues with the men that, or the, yeah, the men that I met um, while my mother was dating throughout my childhood or whatever. Um, they were always very respectful and always very nice to me and, you know, respected me as her daughter, included me when, you know, I should have been, when I should be included and, and never crossed lines or boundaries. Um, and also I respected them as, you know, someone who my mom was dating. So have great communication with your daughter once you get to that point. But again, it's just about, and I know all of that happened because my mother did her homework beforehand, right? So that's what I'm going to say to you. Do your homework beforehand, but also know what your homework is. So just kind of, you know, rehashing communication on the first date, but make sure that you, of course, have actual feelings and there is connection with this person that they are meeting your, you know, needs once with your daughter in mind and that you have that in your mind ahead of time. Also, of course, making sure that he likes kids. My And then, you know, beyond that, my, my biggest advice is to do all of this before you become intimate. <laughs> um, if you listen to nothing else, listen to that, okay? Do all of that before you become intimate because that's going to make it a hell of a lot harder, sis. So, yeah. Um, yes, definitely tell them. Do your homework. Um, I'm all about, you know, telling if you feel like everything is where it needs to be with Odoo, whoever Odoo will be as you're dating in your life or whatever. Um, make sure all the chickens in a row and all that shit. But beyond that, um, if there is, I'm all for the second date and for telling him on the second date, for telling whoever about, you know, your daughter on the second date, if there is a second date, and then if you feel like you need to learn more, keep learning more, you know, until you feel satisfied that this is someone that you not only like, but also that you are going to be able to trust around your daughter, not just on a safety level, but also just who he is as a man and on a character level, um, you know you know, before he's in front of her and, and she starts, you know, ob observing things and absor and absorbing things from him as well. But hopefully that helps. And we're going to take a break and do a little commercial. Then we'll be back with the show. Did you know that most millennials who are single and successful don't have the time to find a relationship? Well, I'm not really sure if that's a hard fact or not, but I do know that all of my clients pretty much have that in common. So if you've been dreaming about a way to date without you actually going out there and looking for a date, you're listening to the right commercial. Cream and Chocolate Matches is the only matchmaking service that not only looks for matches for you, but is also just for millennials. Visit creamandchocolatematches.com to learn more 
And now let's get back to the show. All right, you guys. Uh, <laughs> we are back. Um, this segment, as always, is the dating tip of the week. I wanted to talk about this. Um, one, because I'm on social media. I'm a millennial. I'm on social media. We created social media. I am on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Facebook, of course, her family or whatnot. But uh, for, I'm not going to even say recently, just for a, a very long time, right? There has been this thing for women where they, some, I will say some women and a, a good chunk of women for a while, for a very long time, for whatever reason, think that being crazy is cute or calling themselves crazy is cute. Stop that shit. Stop it now. It is not cute. And fuck it about, let's, let's talk about it being about another partner. It's just not okay. Because again, beyond dating, I'm just so big about what you call yourself is what, what you're going to bring. If you're constantly saying, Oh, I'm crazy. But you're going to end up really being crazy. Like, and then second of all, who really and genuinely wants crazy? And on top of that, crazy attracts crazy. We want to attract balance, right? Just, oh, it, and then when did it become cute? Like, I have just, I've, I've never, I've never met a woman who was genuinely off her fucking rocker. And I was like, oh, she's really cute. But I might have been like, oh, sis is really pretty, but she, hell, heifer, you need some help. Like, it's it's never been cute. And here's the thing on, on top of that. Like I said, you'll attract what you put out there, even if you're just faking with, with the whole like social media thing, like, oh, it's just social media. Oh, it's just Twitter. And I'm just talking like whatever. Okay. Okay. You're going to keep talking like you're crazy and you're going to get crazy. You're going to get crazy back. Right. Because also no sane person. If you're on social media saying out loud, if you are out in public saying like saying out loud, oh, I'm crazy, but like, that's just how I, how I am. And you know, like you have to accept me the way I am or whatever, like, oh, I'm crazy, but I'm still cute and whatever, you know, I just, I just lose it. And that's just, you just have to accept me. No, no, no. Self-awareness growth. What we are not going to (laughs) do is sit there and sit in craziness that we can stop, that we have control over, that we can try to adjust to rein in again and this is if you really are quote unquote crazy quote unquote crazy or whatever we can adjust right we can go to therapy there are actual benefits I know in Texas and Houston specifically for mental health benefits where you get mental health benefits for free and I'm so for real you can do that or hell you can if you're not really crazy you can stop pretending like you're crazy and grow the fuck up Right. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Generation Z. I am talking about grown ass women who are in their late 20s, early 30s out there on social media or in public, like just being like, and this is like, no, no, stop it. Grow the hell up. 
also if you are if you if you if what you equate crazy as with constantly popping off not thinking before you're speaking having a consistent attitude having no regard for what someone else is feeling being a, being spoiled being a brat always losing your temper or whatever let me say this that needs to be handled before you get in a relationship and and I'm sorry right but you before you can invite someone else into all of that you need to start learning how to have more control over your own choices and again with the whole crazy thing if you're choosing (laughs) to go out there and just perpetuate this this just image of someone who is just not doesn't have it all together or or is choosing choosing to have an attitude and please don't please don't come and talk to me because I get it about being angry or like people fucking with your day constantly or whatever or you fucking with some man that is not you know that is not there for you or whatever here's the thing again it goes back to choices right and it goes back to energy and it goes to what did you put out there in the first place what did you attract okay you attracted this now so you you put out crazy now you actually attracted a crazy ass man and now this crazy ass man is genuinely crazy and now whether you're genuinely crazy or not you got this crazy ass man doing this crazy ass shit and now you in this crazy ass relationship and that's making you even crazier and then here we go actual genuine crazy and drama is happening in our life do we understand what i'm talking about people do we get it crazy is not cute it is not what we're aiming for is to put out what we want to attract you put out crazy you're going to receive crazy back and here's the thing there's different levels of crazy in this bitch in in the world there's there's levels to it and what you're going to end up doing is attracting someone who genuinely has lost their fucking mind. And you, you're going to be sitting there in the situation that you should not have been in in the first place because you wanted to put on this little air that's not cute. And I don't, and you don't, don't, don't know where, where, where this came from. We'll put on this air that's not cute because you didn't want to grow because you didn't want to be aware because you didn't want to stop putting out the energy. And again, now we're in situations that we don't want to be in. It all starts off with you shutting the fuck up, shutting up and stop calling yourself crazy if you're not actually crazy. And then, oh my goodness, we're attracting actual good men. Wow. Again, stop that shit. It's not cute, but (laughs) we're going to take a break. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go to a commercial, have the last segment. And yeah, then we'll be back. This episode is sponsored by Cream and Chocolate Matches, the only matchmaking service created by millennials for millennials. 
Are you a single successful millennial who wants a relationship but doesn't have the energy, time, or true motivation to really go out there and look for someone yourself? You're not alone. Cream and Chocolate Matches is an exclusive matchmaking service that offers basic and private membership to successful millennials all around the country. Find your match today and visit creamandchocolatematches.com to learn more. Cream is spelled C-R-E-M-E and chocolate is spelled C-H-O-C-O-L-I-T. Now let's get back to the show. And we are back for the last segment. Kristen's Celebrity Corner. Again, I'm not just, I'm not like a huge fan of that name, you guys, but I'm just too lazy to change it at this point. <laughs> it might come to me later. Um, but I wanted to have some fun. Now, please let me, let me clarify, put a disclaimer. Again, this is just me having fun. I do not know any of these people that I'm about to say personally. I've never met any of these people. I am making these assumptions from the inside out because again, I don't know them personally and I am acknowledging that you guys. So before anyone <laughs> hops in my mentions or why can't I fall in love's mentions again, I am acknowledging that I don't know these people personally, that I'm making these quote unquote matches um, from my observations of the inside out of what I've seen and what everyone else has seen of these people. But, um, yeah, this week I wanted to really quote unquote match, um, people that in pop culture, right. People that I think would make good couples in my head. Um, so I have two couples (laughs) that I kind of want to put out there again. So first I'll say the, one of the first people is Kyrie Irving, right? And I am picking him because one of the first people that I thought about is Rihanna. Now, again, I don't know these people personally, (laughs) but Kyrie Irving comes off to me as someone who is pretty much calm, level-headed, et cetera, et cetera, but also successful. You know, he's, he's not perfect. I genuinely don't know the full details of the Kalani thing. So he might be just like a complete freaking asshole. And I'm, and I'm very off about this. So I'm hoping that's not it, but you can correct me. Um, (laughs) if he was a complete and utter asshole in that situation, but taking that away and just kind of, I guess, observing what I've seen through social media and maybe a couple of interviews or whatever. And his games and you can't even really ask me what team he truly plays for but I know that he plays basketball he just seems like a very calm dude but also a very sweet dude so I would personally match him with Rihanna when she's ready right not not Riri not Riri now (laughs) Riri is on her grind (laughs) she is you know getting her money she is also having her fun so once she is actually ready for a genuine and serious relationship, I can absolutely see again from the outside looking in him balancing her, her balancing him. And it just being this real cool vibe where he's just supporting her. She, he, she's at his basketball games and all of that. I think they would make a cute little couple too as well. Um, but now the next, person (laughs) 
that I want to bring up is Drake. So again, outside looking in, um, on top of that, Drake is a rapper, but I picked him because he's a rapper who's more so open about his feelings and his personality through his music. It's, and that's just, and I am a fan of his music. I'm not going to say I'm like a Drake stan stan, but I have been a very long time fan of his music and he's always been very open about the type of women that he dates and the type of women that he would like to date in the future. Now, once he gets to a point where he's ready to stop that, where he's ready to stop thotting and bopping, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? And he's ready to sit his ass down. And huh, again, before you all reach out to like at me, I honest, I think Taylor Rooks went well, again, once he's ready and I can see, cause she's, she's so successful. She's so beautiful. She's absolutely his type. Like, honestly, like whose type is she not? I get it. Um, (laughs) and she's smart as frick, like just this amazing, beautiful black woman. I think that once he's ready for an act, a real relationship, not just like something that's based off the headlines and all that bullshit or whatever, I, I can see him being with a successful woman like Taylor if he gets to the point where he's just not an asshole, right? Again, I'm not talking about these people and like including the headlines. I'm trying to look at these people as just people <laughs> and not just so not just celebrities, but people, you, you know what I mean? Hopefully you do. But if not, I can see again, I, I'm just, I'm really big when I'm matching people on balance, right? Who balances who? What kind of balance do you need? And where do you need balance the most, Right. I, when it comes to Ree and and Kyrie, Ree seems like someone who is just so spontaneous, so just, you know, like I have this idea and I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and, and all of that. And that's so beautiful. But also I feel like those personalities are really good with personalities where they're, they're going to think before they, before they act. Right. So what usually someone who is just going to go with their first thought and like go off the cuff there, they really do need that personality beside them, whether that's in a relationship or friendships or whatever. The best balance for those personalities comes from someone who really is thoughtful um, before they do certain things, you know, kind of super organized or whatever. So, yes. And then again, same thing with Drake and Taylor. I just think he needs this. I just think he needs eventually, not right now. Like, I think he should stay the hell away from Taylor right now. But in my head, I can see him daily dating a type of Taylor Rooks um, woman once he becomes serious. I feel like he needs someone successful. I need, I feel like he needs someone who's bad as hell, but also not necessarily in an industry that he's as connected to I know that he's in the sports arena and um, I believe he owns the Raptors or whatever but you you know what I mean just not really in music and is known but not known to a certain point and he's able to there's able to be some privacy because I feel like she's going she would require privacy from him and he would give it to her right? Again, balance. But anyway, those are just my little two couples that I would (laughs) match in my head. Again, I know that I do not know these people. 
Um, I don't know their actual personalities. You know, I'm gaining whatever I think from social media and headlines and blah, 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 and music and how they, and whatever. So yeah, but in my head, that's when, when I have a little fun with matchmaking, that's what I do. <laughs> but we are going to end the show for this week. Mm, sad. Um, but no, for real. So I thank you always for listening. You guys, um, going to wrap it up. I, again, I'm always so thankful for everyone's support, whether it is on social media or through reviews or wherever. I see all of you. I appreciate all of you. Um, don't forget to subscribe to why can't I fall in love the dating podcast for millennials, um, on your podcast platform, wherever you're listening this, wherever you're listening to this, whether it is Apple podcasts, um, we're there, Spotify, we're there, Google play there, um, SoundCloud there, Podbean there. So definitely wherever you are, subscribe. Thanks. And <laughs> don't forget to also follow why can't I fall in love on Twitter. It's why it's at why can't I fall in L. Um, literally that's what it is. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at is that Kristen, Kristen as always spelled C H R I S T E N. And don't forget to follow cream and chocolate matches. If you're looking for a matchmaking service on all social media platforms. Um, and if you need some advice as always, please email me at Kristen at cream and chocolate matches.com. Again, cream spelled C R E M E chocolate spelled C H O C O L I T matches.com with your question and I just might answer it on the next show but beyond that thank you again 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 for listening have a great week and I'll talk to y'all next Friday and as always I hope you find love I'm hitting it so hard Hub, you fucking up the rotation puff puff give Puff, puff, give. Fucking up the rotation. You can get killed with somebody else.